Hey everybody, it's Griff here with some exciting news at the top of this episode. We've been teasing Bestow Curse, our new podcast, Curse of the Crimson Throne, run in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Been teasing it for a long time. You guys got us to that $1,000 a month Patreon goal. Thank you so much for that. Now we're ready to discuss launch. So on June 4th, we will be releasing the first three episodes of that show on its own feed. However, that's not going to be all the content you're getting until June. On May 21st, we're going to drop a trailer on the new feed as well as this feed. Then on the 23rd, you're going to get an introduction from me. The 26th, we're going to talk about a character. The 28th, we'll drop another character. The 30th, another character. And the 2nd, our final character as separate episodes on the Bestow Curse feed leading up to that big drop. We would love if you check that feed out. Once it's available on podcast hosts, we'll be sending out the link and making everybody aware of it on this feed. Please like it, subscribe to it. Uh, and when you listen to stuff, if you like it, give us a review. We're really hoping for a big launch for this show. I think it's the next step of Hideous Laughter Productions. As a thank you to you guys that did get us to our goal and continue to support us, because we're making you wait till June for the new show, we're going to record Pathfinder Society Scenario, The Mosquito Witch, with all of the new characters available on the Patreon feed. So thank you guys again for supporting us, and you deserve a little bit of extra content. We'll be recording that leading up to our Bestow Curse drop, and we'll be launching that on the Patreon feed. With all of that exciting stuff out of the way, I'm going to let you get into this episode because it's a juicy one. Episode 139, we're off to see the Vizier. and things that go boo, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 139. Let's find out what everybody's drinking. We've had we've had a couple of episodes of really some kind of gut wrenching stuff going on. Some some real real tough times. But you know what makes times less tough? A nice beverage. Emily, what you got? Always better when you're drinking with friends. I have a raspberry kitty paw this evening. It is very light and refreshing. Well, speaking of raspberry, I'm having a blue raspberry zip fizz mixed with vodka and water. Get some energy, some vitamins, A through C. 
And then I'll be moving on to some Founder Solid Gold, a.k.a. Bud Heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of my bud, but he's not heavy. Hey, Steve. Hey, thank you. (laughs) What'd you drink? I am drinking the same thing I was uh, drinking last episode. I'm working through this Outer Belt Growler. Still don't know what it's called, but it's tasty. Yeah, I I figured I'm, I'm glad you still have Growler left. Yeah, I, I made it up. I'm pacing the way I want to. I got half of it done last episode, trying to take out the other half this episode. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, Haley, can we see what you're drinking? Well, you guys can, but the listeners can't. Well, just paint a <laughs> mental picture for them. <laughs> I am drinking a breakfast seltzer at night. At night. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. At night. It's such a, so bad. <laughs> drinking a sparkly mimosa at night. The peach bellini. Peach bellini. <laughs> Your iPad. God, yeah, your right. your iPad kind of got a facial there. Like <laughs> that. Well, your iPad did. Your iPad did. <laughs> oh. Really got Emily there. <laughs> I think it's someone else that really got Emily. Hey, bro. Thought- <laughs> What'd you drink, buddy? Oh. <laughs> Oh, unless Emily cares to explain herself first. <laughs> Emily was the last person I thought would laugh at that. Uh, no, we can move on. <laughs> Get Sleep Queen strikes again. Yes, please. Let's move on. <laughs> I have a, uh, a gimlet. A gin fizz. Gin fizz. Same thing. Very <laughs> close. Very close. Who, 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 Emily, yes, who, I would who, like to know who suggested this. 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 this was recommended by the Little Pink Fox. And I think Brooks did a great job putting this one together. Yes. Yes. Uh, it is supposed to be club soda, lime, simple syrup, and gin. But uh, we had... What is it? Uh, Henrik's Midsummer Gin. And so that flavor, I guess, is a bit more botanical. So I infused some simple syrup with lavender and lemon and uh, replaced the simple syrup and gin. You let us all try that simple syrup. Kudos. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I've tried to actually infuse with real lavender, and uh, I am very surprised. Well, unlike most lavender products, it did not taste like hand soap. So That is true. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of possibly hand soap, oh, no. I've also got uh, a follow-up to the last episode, Coke with coffee, but... But it's caramel. It's caramel this time, rather than vanilla. Caramel Coke coffee. The three C's of the apocalypse. Yes, but uh, thank you, Pink Fox, for uh, that lovely drink. I gotta know what the what the difference between that and the non-caramel version is, Brooks. It's carbonated. Mm-hmm. Because it's Coca-Cola. Yeah. With coffee inside of it. Yep. That is caramel flavored. Some call it an unholy union. It was it was vanilla the first time. And this one with caramel is 
Can I smell it? This is so weird. Uh oh no. I don't I don't <laughs> like the smell of that. It can I can literally smell the like super sweet caramel. It's very artificially uh, plus the coke and coffee. Vanilla was better. The caramel is very strong and it's like caramel coke and then caramel coffee flavor. Oh fuck's sakes. You gonna all drink right. all that? Yeah, it's making its way to me now. Let me take a sip. <laughs> Man, that's that's coying. That's not not great. Steve, your eyes got big. Not even everyone's backwash could save that drink. <laughs> that was awful. Not even French and all my friends could fix that one. Yep, that was rough times. Oh boy. So before we get into it, we do need to do a roll off. I have Whoop. Steve, Haley, and Emily in the final three. All right, here we go. I hope everybody filled out their brackets. Lucky number 13. Four. Uh, I got a natural 20. Oh, looks like it's me. Nice. What are you, you going to say, Emily? Fuck her shit up. Fuck her shit up. I love Give her all iPad of a it. facial. <laughs> <laughs> no, the patrons are nice to me. <laughs> On occasion. <laughs> <laughs> On occasion. All right, uh, who's going to double check that poll? Who's going to dub uh, yeah. Emily's voice over all of our voices saying those things? <laughs> <laughs> Splice together from like all of the episodes. We're going to need Brooks to start recording you in secret <laughs> so we can get a couple of extra sound bites. Oh, I definitely don't already have that. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't want another context to fuck my shit up. Let's move on. <laughs> so at last we left our heroes, they dealt with a couple of encounters very expertly. Good job. They stonewalled a couple of le- or a couple of ticks. They found the baby that they've been looking for, and Freya and Erbear took the baby back to town. We found that Matumbe was having trouble leaving this place. And Eclipse was having trouble keeping it together entirely. But the heroes managed to bar the door and rest. And now they are on their second day in this decrepit old house. So that's where we find ourselves. What are you guys doing at this point? You think the Dark Rider hasn't left for a week. They're presumably still here. So, to to be clear, we've got a couple places we haven't explored. There's a little shack outside that we haven't been to. There appears to be like a couple very small rooms close by the stable that we haven't explored. And then there's this whole upstairs when we walk through what looked like to be some sort of receiving or dining hall upstairs through the broken floor, we could see a library. Yep. So you could see a library through the destroyed portion of this house uh, because the wall to the upstairs was destroyed as well and somewhat open to the elements. So there's a library upstairs there in the main chamber with the druidic circle. There were two sets of stairs that also lead upstairs uh, those look fully intact, but as you like, if you were to look up to the balcony there, it just looks like it leads to a door. Okay. 
and yeah, there's there's two rooms near you. I will say over the course of the night and the course of the watches, you didn't hear anything coming from those rooms, but you could certainly check them. Yeah, I, I would say just if we start our morning off, we could probably fly through those unless there's like an encounter in there or something. Just quick perceptions, just kind of roll through them quick unless anybody has anything else to say about that. Sure. So you open the door to the first room past the stables. It holds only old crates and sacks of food stores. Uh, They're largely disintegrated. You could go ahead and make me a perception check. 18. 23. 43. Jeez. Mm, 23. Yeah, you... So as you search through the room, it's very easy to find a saddlebag. It's somewhat hidden. It looks like somebody tried to hastily hide it among the discarded rubbish in the room. And within is a small wooden crate and it's packed with straw. It's empty, but notably it retains an impression of the object that was once stored inside it. Eclipse recognizes this first because she saw it firsthand. This is the same size as the Sea Sage effigy. Ooh. There's no sign of the idol itself. But another indent. But you find a small scrap of parchment at the bottom of the saddlebag. It reads, Ask Lucas about the Raven's Book. You also see, those of you that were a bit more perceptive, you see straw and bags torn and kicked up. You make me a survival check here. I'm just going to try to aid Matumbe. She does. I will as well. I will try to aid. I do. Wow, I actually do. I can't fucking wait for Tui, where if you aid and fail, you hurt him. (laughs) I aid. We got one aid. I needed it. All... Do we have three aids? Mm-hmm. All those aids, dirty 20. Oh. Dirty 20. Oh. Yeah. One off Ouch. the inspo dice, two off the regular die. Hmm. DC 18 survival check. Yeah, yeah. Squat oh, up, shit. squat up. I, I kind of thought it would be impossible to fail. <laughs> <laughs> Matumbe, with the help of all of your friends, you, you kind of sweep the room and you detect clear signs of a struggle seems like there was a fight in here you see blood oh wow this is a small little room for a fight yeah but the thing that you notice most is there is distinctly one set of shoe clad feet and several sets of webbed feet oh boy that made impressions here um you could make me a knowledge nature if you wanted or I would accept the local as well same information uh yeah yeah okay I mean these gotta be the the neighbors I have to assume but we'll see 32 yeah so you can recognize that these tracks are bipedal mm-hmm. and they're webbed and you see both red blood and 
this bluish substance, which you think is also blood, spilled in combat. Interesting. You think about your repertoire of humanoid creatures with webbed feet. You think, uh, you know, like boggards might mm-hmm. might be, but they're too big for that. Mm-hmm. And you finally land on creatures called scum. What well, we've oh yeah before. oh yeah, and you think these are these are scum tracks? Yeah, that that adds up. And I'm still I'm still not convinced. And this adds on to my theory that something's not right between the Whispering Way and whatever this Dagon cult has going on, because we saw that Whispering Way person whose head was blown off in the temple, and now there was some sort of fight around where the effigy was. Blood was spilled, and something's not right here. It's it's not clear cut. You guys. Um... Who had the... What, what were the perceptions? Do you guys remember? Sorry. Uh, I was around 23 as well, yeah. It, I was I was 43. I was exactly 20 over 23. Okay. Matumbe, with a 43 on the perception, you're the only one to notice this. So you've noticed a lot of things in the room in the sign of combat. But you notice something particularly sinister, smudging the windows here so in in something looked in and it has a a wet tentacle like shape it's left that imprint uh, on the sides of the window where there used to be glass mm-hmm. and up above You see, because it's so dusty, there's a wet imprint of a grooved surface. And you've seen something like this. This looks like the Nethal Goo you remember was here. Uh Uh-oh. So, at this point, um, Matumbe's going to pull Eclipse to the side. Eclipse. Look here, and he's gonna point. He's gonna take her over to the window and point. Does this this pattern, this smudging on the window, not remind you of something? A creature we once tussled with long ago. I would say it does, and that brings me to another question. Maybe you know the answer. I'm not sure. But how old was Lyra? I had always assumed that she was a a young woman, maybe 18 to 24, 25. Much younger than me, but I I don't know. Why do you ask? When I touched that altar, I saw something. Oh? I saw a woman and giving birth, she looked, she looked kind of similar and... My best guess, maybe, is she looks kind of like our friend Lyra did. But Lyra... But not exactly? Not quite. Maybe some sort of familial resemblance? Maybe, but it's been bothering me and I've thought about it. I... it's... uh, that vision, they looked kind of like her. 
Vera's story weighs heavily on my soul, you know this, and it appears all roads lead here concerning her. That's a very troubling vision you had, if someone related to Lyra was having troubling times in this very building, and it would at least appear to me that the creature that had been plaguing her has some sort of interest here. I suggest that we tread very carefully, but I fear what we will find. Perhaps our friend was not what she seemed. I mean, everyone has their secrets, but something's off. I think we both agree on that. Let us continue. Something's off. The pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> something, yes. Yeah, something. Everyone has their secrets. Everyone has their secrets. The pot calling the kettle black. Yes, you've got uh, this woman full of ghosts who talks to herself. This man whose hair is falling off and turning white can't leave the building. Hmm. Something <laughs> about this off. Lyra girl is suspicious. Yeah, fuck that girl. <laughs> uh, so you check out the next room. Sure. Yeah. And it it really just appears to be. A bedroom. It's molded, and really all that's left is a rotten mattress and a bed frame here. It doesn't look like it was heavily lived in, so it might be a guest room of some sort. Okay. But rolling over your kind of perception from the other room, you're looking through things, you don't find anything really notable in here. Uh, also really close by is what looks like a very small closet. I guess if we're just being completionists, it might be worth just popping open. Yeah. It's a shitter. Oh, dear. But it, it looks like it hasn't been used in quite some time. And the chamber pot beneath the wooden seat is empty, so it doesn't smell any more than the moldy, mildewy building around it. I'm really glad there wasn't a toilet monster. Except when the Nethalgu comes out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to go upstairs to the library? So that is an, an interesting point of order. Are you going to take the stairs from the central hall with the, uh, with the pillars? Or are you going to use something like a rope of climbing to get into the library from the other rooms? I don't understand why we would not use the stairs. Yeah. Anybody? I, I'm in full agreement. I think it just makes logical sense. Yeah, I think the only thing your characters might be thinking is that the library looked clear, and you know there's a vizier in here somewhere. So. Yeah, we're planning to kill him anyways. I, I guess that's my thought. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Eclipse is, like, planning to kill whoever she sees regardless, so... Sure, would we have more preparedness in the library? Maybe, but Yeah, probably you get the element of surprise there, whereas you wouldn't from the stairs likely. Does our tactician of Air Bear think the library's better? He's usually the one giving us battle advice in the middle of battle. (laughs) (laughs) He's usually giving the enemies battle advice that they should have followed. That is true. (laughs) Point out their flaws. The rest of the party likely doesn't have the stealth ability to... Your stealth score's only two more than mine. Mine's a zero. Bring you up last. (laughs) (laughs) 
either way, it's better that we are more, we are better party oriented rather than being stealthy. Like, so, in the right party order, so we can go up the stairs like normal. Okay. So you head up the stairs, and you find yourselves on a balcony. Please place yourselves. And there's a door in front of you. Is it here? That's the door that's in front of you. Okay. The balcony is where the stairs go up, so this little horseshoe here. Let's detect magic. Guidance, sure. too, please. Yeah. There's, uh... Well, there's magic. It's just... It was the second you got up on the balcony. I need... Oh, shit. I need everyone to make me a fortitude save. You see that as you've walked on the balcony, there is a symbol beneath your feet. Oh, I hate symbols. Like the symbol fucking spells. Just just putting that up for no reason. (laughs) Go ahead and use your... uh... (laughs) I do not have a ton of faith, even after my uh, requirement of resolve. Sure. 18? 18. Matumbe. 17. Freya. 26 or 28 if this is a spell or spell-like ability. It is a spell. Perfect. 28 then. Clips. I have a 27 unless it's uh, mind-affecting disease or shadow. Okay. This is a symbol of pain. Oh, oh no. Shit again. Air Bear and Matumbe will take a minus one penalty on attack rolls, skill checks, and ability checks. This will last for one hour. It appears taking your time in this place has allowed the vizier to prepare for you. Do you enter through this door? Hold on, we should wait an hour. <laughs> no, I I imagine we uh, detect magic and perception and all that fun stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it looks like it's not really magical in the door. Good to know. All right, we're opening the door. Okay. You open the door, and you see that this room has weathered the years better than the rest of the house as wooden shutters remain closed over the windows, keeping most of the elements out. A low hearth stands in one wall over which hangs an elegantly rendered painting of a tall ship in the midst of a storm. Spaced about the room are three cushioned armchairs and a wooden pipe rack hangs upon the south wall. You see a man in resplendent robes, much nicer than anything you've seen, and actually he has this pendant on his neck. And Matumbe, you realize immediately upon seeing him that this pendant is the same exact shape as the impression on the phase door. Okay. However, this man had readied an action for an open door, which Air Bear has done. So he makes a touch attack at Air Bear. And it's a 32, which will hit. Let me check my sheet. Yeah. So now I need a will save. This would be a perfect time to use resolve. But you just used it. So the Harrow card, the joke, a good 
Harold card is going to be turned in. I'm, I'm turning it in. Okay. Will save? Yes. I'm very happy that I rolled twice. Mm-hmm. One of them is a seven for a total of 14. The other is a 14 on the die for a total of 21. 21 fails. That's still not good. What's that little asterisk? Do you have any bonuses? Yeah. Let me know if you have any bonuses. Or what your bonuses are against. I do not have my banner ability out. So the... uh, the, the 21 is is true. Okay. Necromantic energy courses through your body as the spell harm racks oh. your muscles. Oh, you take 120 points of damage. However, the spell harm can only reduce you to one hit point. It cannot reduce you further, which I assume is what it has just done. And now I need everybody to roll for initiative. I thought we were going to have fun tonight. I am. (laughs) This changes so many things. Is it too late for Freya to stone shape across the door? (laughs) (laughs) Legit, though, that's probably the best option. (laughs) Well, speaking of Freya, what did you get? Well, you're not quite fast enough to do that. Matumbe. So that whole ability check thing. Yeah, that applies to uh, your initiative. Really hurt me bad. I got that eclipse level initiative with a four. Four, nice. Air bear. What up? up? Started from the top, now we're on the bottom. I've always been here. I live here. <laughs> the uh, four on the die brings <laughs> me to a like net zero roll for a six. Okay, how about Eclipse? Is it dark? I mean, emotionally, we're all feeling pretty dark, <laughs> but no. Oh, well, uh, emotional darkness doesn't bring out Aaron L, so I got a 15 and a 14 on the die for a 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. I am the yeah. best of the party. <laughs> Guys, be concerned. Yeah. Eclipse is at the top. Eclipse, who has to prep like 15 things. <laughs> Starting this combat, we've just seen Air Bear get the life pulsed out of him. Absolutely wrecked. Eclipse, you're up. Thank fuck. Can you telekinesis him away? Like air bear away? Without damaging him? I don't know if how I don't I don't know how that works. Not not without damaging him. Oh no. Well, if you didn't do enough damage, it wouldn't kill him, kill him. <laughs> how much damage does it do? Get out of here, Chris. <laughs> I'm just saying he's Well, I'll leave it up to you. Well, I guess it doesn't do that much damage, but I'm not gonna do that. What's your con like? I mean, I'm not going to do it. Okay. His little rat body can't take it. But, oh boy, do I not know what I'm going to do. This is insane. I also didn't expect to go first, and now I'm stressed. 
I like Air Bear needs to get out of here, but he's so low on the initiative. Okay, so here here are the two options. I think that makes sense. Either cast haste on everybody so we have that ready to go, which is good, or cure serious Air Bear. But Air Bear might go down again. He might go down again, but he would die maybe. One one hit point, like. If you got any love in your heart for this little rat boy, I, I would cure serious. I, I don't know if it's the right call, but that's what I would do. It's it's your character, your call. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think, like, he's our main damage dealer. And he's right up in his face. Like, if you can keep him up, he can full round attack. And I can haste myself at as an immediate. That's true. Yeah. All right. Cure serious. Coming your way. It's not a good cure serious. <laughs> it's really bad cure serious. 19 points. Alright, 20 hit points. Wait, why is oh he got up? He to has 20, 20 total. Okay. I thought you were being nice and rounding one. up the healing. No, I'm <laughs> it is better than one. Nice. I should have known, sorry. But Be- better than better than one, so thank you. Okay. That that harm just gave me like hard shell shock flashbacks to Sawyer in 108. Just like opening salvo, pop. Alright. He takes a five foot step. So he's looking straight through the door. He needs to cast defensively. Those of you with evil cards. Ooh. I have an evil card. Let's do it, because failing on one of these cast defensively can really make or break. All right, I took it off my sheet. Yeah, I I, I agree. You got to figure if he's throwing out that level shit, some sort of high level caster, he's probably leading with his most intense spells. I know Griff likes to hold a couple back, but he's probably blasting with us us with something bad. Yeah, and we have no buffs yet. Yep. All right. I'm going to roll this on the table. Oh, this can't be good then. What do I got? Three and an 11. Three was exactly what he needed for the cone of cold to sputter. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And he's in your face. And you get a you get a good look at him now. His eyes are extremely wide set. He has these jowls that almost look like they create ripples near the side of his neck. And if you weren't, I guess, in the right light, you'd say he looks a little green. But it's Freya's turn. That was well spent. That would have killed Air Bear. And potentially some of you. Got my dice back. When you said sputter, I thought... I thought it went off. I thought you were saying it went off. off. Three is what you needed to get off. Yeah. I needed a five on the die. Oh, okay. Brooks, you better fucking buy your wife dinner or something this week. <laughs> I got $120 or $150 I would have just spent. I could put towards it if you want. <laughs> uh, Fairy, what are you doing? Great time to be the cleric. We're all pretty bunched up here. 
on this small balcony. Freya's at the end, farthest away from the door, and she can't actually reach Air Bear to do any sort of touch spell casting. Is it possible for Freya to move from her square through Matumbe's square and then end up on the other side of Air Bear without incurring an attack of opportunity? So she moves like, like diagonal. Has a weapon out and you would incur. Okay. Yeah, anywhere you go through that door to get on a Well, actually, so you're going to move through Matumbe but end up on the other side of the balcony? Ooh, that's interesting. It's Yeah, you can do that. You okay. can do that because you have uh, you have Air Bear in between and you can obviously move through your allies squares, so for sure. Perfect. Thank you. I wanted to see if she could get kind of around. She's just on the other side of the door now. You know, you you could have just asked the vizier to just hold on one second, <laughs> run down the one side of stairs, and then come back up the other side. Gotta get one of those uh, time locks, run around the other side, yep, start time yep. again. Oh, great use. Mm-hmm. Now that she is on the other side of Air Bear, she figures he's going to be taking a few more hits. So... Freya actually grabs her holy symbol and she's going to press it against Air Bear and it's going to take some time as it charges up and there's just a flash of light as she casts Cure Critical Wounds. All right. Get him back in the fight. Mm, I had to have been in it to, uh, to be back into it. So, <laughs> I don't know. You've been brought back and forth already several times in the surprise round and now. All within six seconds. Yeah. It's a tumultuous moment in your life. My cells have to be confused. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast, my dude. 34 points of healing. I rolled pretty well. It's like if you walked up to a door, stepped on a landmine, it opened, somebody on the other side blasted you with a shotgun, and then somebody, like, shot you with adrenaline in your back that, like, kept you alive. That's where our bear's at right now. And then it happened another time. (laughs) It is our bear's turn. Exactly what we just uh, spoke about. He, He has two adrenaline shots of cure into his, uh, his glutes and activates the boots of haste and challenges vizier in front what does he say that was not bad but alright fine (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't bad (laughs) ample attack I feel like what if not? Uh, I have a little man. Alright, so activates the boost of haste. Full attack. Coming at me. Does a 23 hit. No. Then in that case, I did not hit with any of the first set. Okay. We're going to cross our hang- fingers here for you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Does a 27 hit? It does. In that case, this is a critical threat. Okay. 
And a one hit total, no matter what. Uh, it does not confirm. Okay, all right. No judicious force needed, huh? Well, I did use my uh, inspiration to bump my save, and I haven't gone yet. Ah, yes. And that's that uh, immediate action. So when I use it for saves, it's an immediate action. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so you've you've used a immediate action, which... Correct. I gotcha. Interesting. 22 damage. 22 damage. That's still damage. Next in the order is Matumbe. All right. You know I'm rolling that knowledge check. Sure. Uh, That would be a knowledge local. Hell yeah. 35. If he's a monster, 37. Okay. You get three questions. You know I always start with special defenses. Let's hear him. Special defenses. So you know him as a high-level cleric of Dagon. He's got cold resistance 20. Cool. On top of that, you think you see a shimmering aura of energy resistance as if it's a spell. But without a spellcraft, you can't really tell what that does. He does not appear to have any sort of DR. That is exceedingly good news. Okay. Did you say three questions? Yes. Okay. I don't want to really ask anything about his cleric stuff because we've got good ideas of what clerics can do. And I know clerics can be pretty versatile, but mm-hmm. we're going to get spells. We're going to get channels, this, that, and the other thing. What, what, do pe- what do people want to hear? Anybody at the table? Anything specific? Uh, unless there's something with his creature type that would affect your guys' bane. Since he's oh, like, sure. kind of uh, weird. Yeah. That's, uh, thanks, Emily. Uh, creature subtype. Because he seemed like green or whatever. So I'm going to give this to you. Mm-hmm. You think if you did human bane, you'd still get him. Okay. But you realize he has this thickness in his neck. Two C's? Yeah, two C's. You think he might be infested by those things. Those slug spawn. And if he is, you know enough about the slug spawn to know that he is immune to mind affecting effects. That's that is that is very, very good information. I got one more. I'm 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 torn between maybe a weakest saved or would I be allowed to ask like a cleric domain ability? Yeah, yeah. I'd give you his domain stuff. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I, we don't. I've never asked that one before. Let's do that. So he is a cleric of Dagon. He has the oceans and uh, evil domains. He's got a couple things that he can do. There's one thing called Fury of the Abyss, which is a swift action to give himself an enhancement bonus equal to half his cleric level on melee attacks, melee damage rolls, and combat maneuver checks. Okay. He's got Scythe of Evil, which allows him to touch a weapon and give it the unholy special weapon quality. And he has Surge, which as a standard action allows him to cause a mighty wave to appear to push or pull a single creature. He's got to make a combat maneuver check against you, but it's basically a ranged bull rush if he wants to use it. That's all really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Each I of mean, these things you think, you know, based off of his relative power, he would have 
multiple rounds of per day. So seeing how intensely powerful this caster is, Matumbe's looking him dead, basically uh, without actually doing some sort of actual intimidate action, he's looking him dead in the eyes as he just recites what this this person or this creature can do, basically calling him out like, I know you can do all of these things and letting all of his friends know that I got inside this guy's head. And then after he does, Phrasma, watch over us, save us from defeat and help us wipe away the foul stench of these cult from this town. And he's going to cast a spell. The spell that he is going to cast is one that some of you might be familiar with. It's coordinated effort. I knew this was coming. However, unlike last time, I am not going to be using Swarm Scatter, although he does sound like he's got some pretty cool um, melee abilities. We've seen some pretty intense spells come from this character. So he is going to touch Eclipse, and he is going to touch Air Bear and he is going to be imparting them with the teamwork feat, Shake It Off. So, you get a plus one bonus on your throws. It seems untyped for each ally that is adjacent to you, as long as I am one of those people. And that's all. Okay. With Matumbe finished, it's Eclipse's turn. Also, I just I think I want to clarify here. I don't believe you count Freya as an ally um, because she doesn't have the right because she wouldn't have the teamwork. Only feet. Matumbe would count her as an ally. Exactly. Yeah, cause because I've got that uh, only thing. only inquisitors can count people without the teamwork feet as allies with the teamwork feet. Yeah. So you guys would count each other because you all act as if you have it right now, but you wouldn't count. Freya because she does not act as if she has it right now. Exactly. Thank you, Griffin. So your saves are going to be a little buffed. That's great. Let's see what we can That's do. That's a great move. Um, it's Eclipse's turn. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Griffin. Uh, now that I, I'm going to take a, a five foot step up into the room to be threatening this guy. Can yep, you absolutely can do that. It's right through the door. Eclipse. Oh, you're in. I was just thinking about going in. My bad. I did not five foot step at the end of my turn. No, that's that's okay. Um, it, uh, I had a plan to get around it um, if needed, but I can't actually, with the way that the squares are set up, I can't actually flank with air bear, which is killing me. Not this round. That's what I wanted to do. We need someone to... I feel like we have to have someone at the door. The only person right now... The only person that I would be able to eventually flank with would be Matumbe, unless Air Bear actually left the door. Hmm. If, if he leaves the door, I can backfill the door. That's fine. Mm-hmm. 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 Where are you heading? Oh, I'm going to put... I'm going to put Bane on my weapon. Okay. Standard action Bane. Yep. And then I'm going to go Ethereal. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to wait it out to figure out where I want to go. Um, well, I guess where I want to land eventually, but I'm for now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to still continue to be ethereal, but the current location that I'm going to move to is going to be right in front of the library door. Or, well, I guess not library door, but the hallway door, the other door inside this little room. As you move, 
He looks directly at you. Oh, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> and his trident strikes out no, into the ether. Get the fuck out of here, Griffin! With true seeing. Although it's a natural one, so he does not hit you. Thank Christ! Oh my god. I'm mad at you. Since you are on the ethereal plane, that spot is still open to him to move. He's going to take a five foot step as a swift action. I need everyone to roll me a will save. This is channeled negative energy. It's not going to hit our ethereal friend. 21 for Freya. Okay. 13. Okay. I was initially quite sad with my first roll of three. Uh, and then I saw that what I rolled for my resolve and was even more sad with the three. And then I became quite happy when I saw Steve's roll also a three. <laughs> It's bad times on this side of the table. I mean, I guess like being in the same boat is fun. I think it's contagious. <laughs> I don't like it. Misery loves company. Okay, Freya, you will take half damage. Whoop, whoop. And actually, Air Bear still feels some lingering effects from Freya's healing, and the damage he takes is actually going to be reduced by five from the lingering effects. 21 points of damage for full. 10 for half. It's a juicy channel. It is a 6d6 channel. Now, with his standard action, since he is five foot step and air bear is in the doorway, so shouldn't be able to really get him in that corner, he casts a spell. And I need, you You all feel this like wind. Oh, 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 hold, on, hold on one second, I'm sorry. He's got cover from Air Bear, but that doesn't mean he's not threatened. He's around a, a little bit of a corner. Uh, From where I'm standing, there's an entire wall if he's in the doorway, which we've already established he is. All right, it's, it's weird. The squares are funky on the map, but sure. Uh, I'll let you... Well, no, I'll just cast defensively. He's got it with a 13 on the die. Okay. Um, so everybody make a reflex save. You feel this wind start whipping, and it's coming from the direction of Matumbe. He's doing two spells in one thing. Brooks, do you need a, a good card, or are you okay? I'm going to play the odds. My reflex save is my best, so... Okay. okay. Play the Here goes. My 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 save game is awful tonight. I got a thirteen total. And you're factoring in your. Bump. I am. Uh. Okay, a thirteen does fail. What about a sixteen? Sixteen fails. Darn it. I rolled a thirteen, and I have a thirteen, so twenty-six. And you're next to me with your, uh, shake it off, making so that's it twenty-seven. So that succeeds. A spinning wall of force cuts through Matumbe and Freya, dealing oh. 43 points of damage. Holy oh. Yes. So should I be rolling as well? It is literally on the exact plane across. A blade oh. barrier springs up 
Air Bear. You are the only one to succeed, and when you make a successful saving throw on the instance of a blade barrier being cast, you take no damage. Everyone gets to choose which side of the barrier they jump to. However, Freya will either have to decide to jump off the balcony or continue to take 12d6 of damage in the blade barrier. I'll start because it's a very easy decision for me. I jump into the room. It's really the only option I have, and I don't have to jump off any balconies. Actually, Freya, I think you could jump diagonally back and and potentially still stay on the balcony, but you would be on the wrong side of the blade barrier from the rest of your party. Okay. Is this the kind of thing where she could still cast a spell or something through it? It's not like a wall of force. You can pass through it. It just hurts you a lot. Let's see. It provides cover against attacks made through it, but otherwise, you should be good. So okay. you could you could even fire your bow through it. Technically, mm-hmm. it doesn't provide any help. It doesn't. It doesn't really hide anyone because these blades are made of force, and so they're not easy to see. It's kind of like a wall of force in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could shoot arrows through it. You can cast spells through it. However, just note if you cast a spell that is a um, like a burst spell, folks would get a bonus on their reflex save as if having cover. And if you cast um, any ranged touch attack or ranged attack, then I have cover. Yes, okay. there will be cover. But there's you're provided cover as well, so. Um, so Matumbe hops into the room. Air Bear will also, also hop hops into, into the room. room. Freya's only option is to hop down and take damage or hop diagonally and just be on the wrong side of this wall. She's just gonna she's gonna stay on the balcony and hop over and be separated from her friends, but she can't really take much more damage. Sure. You know it's at least in the squares that you were in and you assume that a blade barrier has to be cast in a straight line. So uh, presumably moving anywhere within five feet of the wall of the room that everybody but Freya is in would cause you to take damage as if moving through the blade barrier. Next in the order is Freya herself. Freya is not feeling good and just saw her friends jump out of the way as well so she knows they have a new a few new cuts on them so she is going to channel some positive energy pretty bad only 11 points of healing but you can choose one roll to roll twice and take the better and now we all have well I guess except for clips Um, We all have resistance to that channeling of negative energy, so the damage will be reduced by five. That's nice. Air Bear, you're right next to this guy. He just did some wild shit that you've never seen your cleric do. Swift action channel. He he, is gonna take note and uh, try to tell Freya how to do her own cleric abilities based on what he saw. Sure. Yeah, as you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Classic. 
No, I am going to uh, full attack and use my roll twice on uh, the first attack at the highest bonus. Sure. The rolling twice did not help. Does a 20 hit? A 20 does not hit. Awesome. Normally, a 24 would not hit, but this is a natural 20. So this one will. That will hit, but it won't be a critical. Because a 24 would not normally hit him. Okay. And the next set will also not hit. Okay, so one hit. For 25 points. 25, good damage though. It's something. Can't complain. Can't complain, really. There's time. All right, Matumbe, bringing up the rear. What you got? Right now, he's feeling a little bit like uh, Rorschach in the sense that you're stuck in here with him. You want to make him question that notion? I'm, I'm feeling that, man. I certainly am. There really is no good way for Matumbe to get close to start attacking this dude. Because he's... He's backed up sort of into this corner with this closed door at his back. Um, Air Bear's right in front of him. Eclipse is in the ethereal plane, sharing the space with the uh, enemy himself. Yeah, you know what? I, I just got to keep doing other things to keep helping my party. So I cannot see Eclipse, so I cannot help Eclipse right now. Um, but what I can do is cast another coordinated effort, this time for Swarm Scatter. Uh, Freya and Air Bear. Well, Freya will never touch? benefit from this, but I mean, I I know, but I, I gotta cast it on somebody. I feel you. So I don't have to touch you, Brooks. Um, you just have a a little bit of a bonus to your AC because I'm behind you now. AC's at a plus one because you're next to Matumbe. I thought you were gonna go long arm. I would I would have to drop something to do that. Mm. Well, next in the order is Eclipse. Eclipse, you're ethereal. That's correct. And it seemed like he swung out at you. Whether or not that would have been effective is another story, but it, it looked like he played his hand a little bit. And when you came at him, he recognized that. Okay. So I have a question. Sure. Is opening doors a move action? Okay. So I'll admit I made a mistake. In order to go ethereal, it is uh, normally a, a standard um, action to activate that magic item and then it's the free action to come out so I messed up and the like I can't do much right now uh, ethereal you, you, you gotta put $20 in the fucked up jar yeah well see here's the thing is I was gonna profit we really, funding do we really have to do that yeah that's how we're funding bestow yeah, curse 2 electric Dude, boogaloo I got like $500 in the pool then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so with all of that in mind, though, uh, I was planning to use a standard action to come down because that felt fair, but I'm going to move, move through the, the door, door, use my standard action to come come out of etherealness, and then I am ready can, to flank You can literally time. five foot step from where you're at. You're not up in the air. Oh, You're yeah. occupying the same I spot, know. so you could five foot step through the door free action come out of ethereal move action open the door and do something that's fine I was trying to make up for the fact that I fucked up by using the wrong thing I fucked up too by giving you an item that I didn't remember what action it was to use so you guys are so cute together (laughs) 
Cool. So if you're going to allow me to get away with that fucked up thing, then yeah, that's what I'm going to sure, do. Sure, I'm, I'm going to kill one of your friends, so I'll let you do something cool. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, open that door. I'll flank. And now... Aww. Five foot step. You said friends. Move action to open the door. I'm now flanking with Air Bear, and I'm here, and I'm he- a thing, and I'm going to um, a- attack with my baned weapon. Sure. 21. 21 doesn't hit. That's a really horrible four on the die. It's unfortunate. Okay, you miss. He's going to cast defensively here. Just throwing up this blade barrier. Sweet. So I still have, before you roll, I still have one more evil hero card. Should I just use it now to try to prevent whatever he's casting? We get one more. Up to you. I feel like we kind of need the help. Irvin, is this a big bad? <laughs> For you. Uh, no, I'll save it. We'll, we'll just go. It might get more dire. Yeah. Natural 12. It's going to make a touch attack. Natural 20. Oh. Touch. Fuck. Attack. To who? Clips make me a fortitude save. Oh, and you didn't get the roll twice. No, I did not. Is this a disease? (laughs) And you don't have any friends near you. Disease, mind affecting shadow. No. Trying to disarm or steal from me. Great questions. <laughs> there's that was, a, there's that's an argument. Four. There's an argument to be made. Steal your life. Come on, get it. Get it. Okay, I rolled an eight on the die. Mm-hmm. For a twenty-three. Mm. Uh, that didn't make it. I wish you got it. The highest DC me as a spellcaster has is twenty-one. It seems that this spell has no partial effect. And so by meeting the DC, your arm does not wither to dust. That's nice. That's really hot. Guys, who needs arms anyways? Or hands? I'm gonna need everybody to make me another will save. Bobby boy! Okay, let's not get too excited. (laughs) I think we should get excited. However, everyone besides Eclipse will uh, take minus five to this damage, regardless of your save. 23. 23. You good. 26. Also good. good. 26 as well. Also good. 25. Also good. Good all around. You still take half damage. So full damage would be 24, half damage is 12. And then minus five. And then minus five. For everyone but Eclipse. All right. Still got a couple of six level shits, but making me making me really draw them out here. Next thing in order is Freya. Freya has seen her companions try to make contact and just miss. So she yells through uh, through the doorway we can't lose hope press forward and she casts blessing of fervor on everyone 
Uh, and just as a note, this does not stack with haste, haste, but you can use one of the other bonuses instead. Sure. We're not hasted anyway. Uh, Air Bear was using Air Bear it. Is, yeah. yeah. So you don't get like two additional attacks using both spells. Sure. You can't stack it. Uh, and this works through walls. Uh, so I I don't think the uh the blade barrier would act like a wall in this circumstance, but I'm just wondering about eclipse. That's kind of a Oh, because I cannot see Eclipse. Like, yeah, you can't see her, and like the burst is, I assume it's a burst that's centered so on you. It's it's actually targets our creatures. Uh, no two can be 30 feet apart, which they are not, mm-hmm. but since it is the target of a creature, I don't think I can target Eclipse because I can't see her, but I believe from the doorway, she can still see Matumbe and Air Bear. Easily. It's like, it's just, Eclipse is like through another doorway. Mm -hmm. Normally I would give it to you if she was in the same room, but. Honestly, Freya probably doesn't even know if Eclipse is still here. Yeah. (laughs) Let's be real. That is very true. Yeah. Okay. Only way she'd know is if like Matumbe or Air Bear said something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was ethereal. Still a good move. Are you, speaking of move, are you going to move at all? Uh, Right now, Freya is just outside of the doorway. That's the best spot for her unless she wants to just leave. So I'll stay where I am. (laughs) Leave that as an option. (laughs) Air Bear, you're up in this guy's face still, and he's proving to be a pretty tough customer. Kick his ass, dude. Kick his ass. Be hard to kick ass when you're dealing with a symbol of pain. Hey, Fred, just saying, uh, if things get really bad, you know where Tulia went. <laughs> she has a fucking dragon, apparently, so. <laughs> get the new gang back together. Yeah, when Clips and Air Bear die, we can have Tulia and I guess Brooks can play a dragon for a couple <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Jibirium. <laughs> That would be an honor. It'd be a really true honor to play a CR-13 creature. Yes. Okay. How we doing? You are flanking. Yep. Some things are going poorly. Yeah. But nothing? You rolled six dice over there. I gave you a plus two on every roll. Yep. If you wanted to take it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I took it. Still uh still highest at at, at uh at, at 24. Uh are you factoring the flank into your roll? Yep. Yeah, it doesn't hit. Sure does. Okay, with a you want to like take a 5 foot into the blade blade barrier and just end it here. He like just sticks his neck out <laughs> and, then, and then turns up, so it's at least clean. Sure. Yeah, this this symbol really, really, really can hurts. Oh, I forgot about the symbol. Yeah, that's what's really killing. I right am now. very much so even activated or about, like the challenge. How about Matumbe? Well, Griff. Pretty cool. Your mastery of the battlefields. Also, are you know it, it's uh, it's always incredible because you called my next move. It was to drop my shield, pull out 
a um, a little potion, a long arm, not a potion, uh, an extract. extract of long arm, and drink it. So that Matumbe's arms grow doubly long, and now he can threaten over Air Bear because I, I'm I'm stuck behind Air Bear. There's a blade barrier on my right, and this uh, this vizier has like pinned himself in a little hallway. Well, he didn't I can't pin himself until him. Eclipse pinned him there. <laughs> right. No. But, but, but that's solid, because now both all three of you are flanking because mm-hmm. of that. So that's... that. This was my whole game plan. How do we get flank, flank, flanks? Sure. Well, speaking of flank, flank, flanks, Eclipse is up. Yeah! I'm going to attack twice. Alright. How's it going? I rolled a six and a three. Ooh. What's the six go to with the flank? Well, you factor the flank and so tell me. The six was on the lower of the rolls. Ah. So, uh, 20. <laughs> Nothing doing. The other I'm one would have been a, tw- the other one would have been 25 minus three, 22 again. I'm going to go ahead and cast defensively here. Could really say that I'm, I'm having a bad day. You're all having a pretty bad day. It's not, it's so good. It's not good. Well, if I could fucking roll my shit into where it needs to go. Whoa, Steve. What? In case of the Steves over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. Uh, okay. With a natural seven, he still makes it. He's going to attempt a touch attack on little old E. You fucking bitch. Don't call me a bitch yet. Natural 19. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You fucking bitch! Make me a fortitude save, please. Uh, disease mind affecting shadow, uh, disarmor steel. She's Na-na-da. grasping. Okay. Um, 26. Oh, oh, hmm. you're so, fine. I'm yeah. fine. Good. There's Good. literally no spell that a 12th level cleric could cast that would have a DC that high. I don't know. And you're doing some swift acting action channels. Uh, I don't know what kind of bullshit you're going to pull out. However... Up. I can't tell if it's an item. You shouldn't have reminded him. Oh. Uh, sorry. Sorry, guys. I think I just asked for homework. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that fail. That spell kind of fizzled in you. You still take 19 points of damage. What kind of spell? Without a spellcraft, I'm not going to tell you, but it's not his highest level of spell. I have a solid 14 just without rolling. Can you still tell? I'm just... I can tell you on your turn next time. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Freya. I mean, this guy basically feels invincible here. I would like to do a heal check on Air Bear just to see, like, how bad he's looking. Sure. 16? How you you holding up? It's DC 15. Oh. Give me, give me a quartile. What quartile are you in? Can I, can I give the? I oh, know, I forget is what three is. Difficult? I forget what three is, but uh, I am in two. I would rather what? do. Th- I would rather just do give th- the, the hell third. Then. <laughs> yeah, just I'm in the first third. Thirty-seven of hundred and two. Okay, I was trying to make. Okay. I was trying to give the illusion of. Dude, thirty-seven of hundred and two. That would essentially be very close to thirty-seven percent. That's a, like. That's an easy one, two, three, four quartiles. Haley, stop ganging up on my name. There's a lot going on, all right? He's rolling so many dice. 
None of them are good, but there's a lot of dice. There's a lot of dice going around here, right? Dice. And now that I don't have to roll dice, it becomes very confusing. <laughs> He's definitely bloodied. Okay, okay. I might have to do a knowledge check for this, um, but that symbol of pain, she would like to know if that's something that could be dispelled by dispel magic. No. Okay. Never mind then. That will not work. Well, the symbol itself could be. The effect could not The be. effect cannot. Okay. That's, that is what I was wondering. Uh, you would trying need to get. a break enchantment, I believe, for that. Okay. Yeah, I don't have that one. Uh, but Freya does have one more thing that can help have her party start hitting. So as her standard action, she is just frustrated. She is on the other side of this barrier. She stamps her feet and she's getting really menacing as she radiates an aura of menace. Aura of menace. I like that. And uh, she's not going to move, so that will be her turn. Sounds good. Air bear. Well, at this point, I I think it's pretty apparent. Uh, I'm going to full attack. Okay. Yeah, let's use this flanking. Hopefully someone can. I'm doing everything I can to... Raise your guys' to hit and lower his AC. I'm hoping this is enough. And you're doing great. Yeah, you're doing a great job. <laughs> it's just we as players are rolling poor. Mm-hmm. This is a tough combat. What do we have here, Bear? 26. Does that hit? Excuse me. 28. Hits. Thank goodness. That is a critical threat. Roll me a percentile. Well, let's see if you confirm it first. I really wanted to use Bane this round, but I believe in you. No, uh, 21. Unfortunate. Would a would 25 have hit? Because I, I said, I believe in you. Unfortunate. Right. Okay, so we need more than 25 to hit. Even with, I thought the 27 hit before and I just lowered his AC by two. 27 did hit before, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't hit. You lowered it by two with... The Aura of Menace. How long does that last? I thought that was just a round. She just I just did it. Yeah, 25 would uh, do it. Go ahead and roll me a percentage. All right, 30. Okay. That is a crit. (gasps) Yay! Yes! Yes! Okay. That is the... Only hit this time, or the uh, of the th- three. So then your next set of three. We'll just go ahead and roll that crit. Okay, let's let's see it. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Decent damage. Very good. Pretty- very mm-hmm. good. All right, Matumbe. All right, I um use the judicious force so I cannot bane this round, but I think that was totally worth it. 52 is really good damage. Uh, Matumbe is just going to use his long gangly arms. He's going to reach over air bear with his book and try and swipe twice. Sure. <gasps> with that natural 20, though. Right. Nice! Let's see. Let's see. That 15 off the die. That it that goes... Uh, with your minus four. I've got the minus four on there. 
25 flanking 27. Okay. Roll me a percentile. Okay. Come on, 54! Yeah! 54. Crit. Oh my god. I, I I usually don't do this. He just reaches over Air Bear and just dunks on his ass with... Make sure you double your uh, your damage bonus as well. No, I know. <laughs> uh, it's 1d8 plus 10, so I'm looking at 26 points of damage. 26 points of damage. Good damage. It's no Air Bear crit, but... It's uh, it's what I can put out. Here we go. Uh, second attack. Sure. It's at this point kind of crit fishing. Let's just see what I can do. Six on the die is not going to do it. Okay. That's a turn. That's a turn. Clips, let's see it. I'm going to attack twice just like I've been doing. Okay. So I, I hit with the first one just very barely and only because of the flanking and the aura of menace both uh so very happy for that and then the second one i also hit i also hit because i rolled a 16 on the second one so that's really good i just hit twice oh my god wow it's been so long (laughs) (laughs) has been a bit (laughs) all right first hits damage two ones first one is 30 no, 29 points of damage. Okay. And the second one is 32 points of damage. Total 62. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. I'm saying, like, literally the lowest I could possibly get to hit a 25. <laughs> what does it look like? Put his ass on the ropes! Let's go! Put his ass on the ropes! I take off his head with my second swipe. <laughs> Fucking clean. It's like that right off. I can't describe it. I'm I Haley am in too much excitement for this. Oh my god. Alright, well, <sighs> then I think we should all finish our drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh, yeah! Well, I knew it. well done. Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.